I'm your host, Jason Seplick, here at all, as always in the Goonies Lair, with today my co-host, Hudson Seplick, the mini FF Goonie, the little Goonie himself. Say hi, Hudson. Ah! Hmm? Hmm? Alright, he's not very talkative right now, but uh, welcome to today's episode, which is Week 3 Review. On today's show, we don't have a ton of time, so all we're going to be hitting up is the reviews of the week, uh, or I mean the matchups of the week from last week, and the new Fantastical Empire, or Fantastic Empire, sorry, I haven't changed the name yet, and the ATL Dynasty League. So without further ado, let's get into the new Fantasy Empire Week three review. Yeah, bud. That's what we're doing. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So starting off, we have Team Silverados versus my number one likes number twos, which was a wholly disappointing matchup. Uh, at the quarterback position, Cam Newton and Matt Ryan. Yeah. Cam Newton and Matt Ryan were both duds. Hudson, you're okay. Stop. At the running back position, Derrick Henry and James Robinson went bananas for 26 and 27.9 points, while Ronald Jones and DeAndre Swift did not much anything. Uh, Mari Cooper has been mediocre. OBJ has been uh, just fine. The big one was John Brown goose-egged. While Tyreek Hill got 18-7, and everyone else was pretty unremarkable other than the Patriots' defense. So congrats to Team Silverados finally picking up his first win of the week, and Chase dropping to 1-2 and two along with Silverados. Uh, some notable plays that could have been made that would have saved the day. We had on the bench for uh, Chase's team... The Miles Gaskin 12-point play, the Corey Davis 9.4 play, and the big one was Justin Jefferson putting up a huge day of 27 points, which was the second most uh, receiving yards by a rookie in Minnesota. So that was huge with 175 and a touchdown. 
Uh, had he played him, then he had a really good chance. I mean, he still would have had to make one other move, but you can't really blame him other than John Brown was questionable and Brandon Cooks is trash and not sure why you keep playing him even though he had one good week. So Chase will be looking to bounce back and uh, Justin will be looking to carry this into next week. Next up, we had a pretty well-contested game with Team Groovy Drew versus Unger and France. Uh, Drew, after getting pummeled by me in week one, has made a nice little run. Yeah, he has, bud. Uh, on the back of pretty much Russell, Russell Wilson and Nick Chubb. Uh, Wilson continues to dominate, especially in our league, getting 46.8 points. Uh, Chubb had 23.5, Eckler had 25-8, and eight. Woods had a good game. Uh, basically, the big news for the week was T.Y. Hilton is just done, it seems like. Uh, Akins is not a good tight end, and Deontay Johnson uh, is, I believe, in concussion protocol. He got knocked out of the game uh, real early with only one catch, or one carry, sorry, for nine yards. On the other side, uh, not really much you can expect from Axel's terrible team. Pat Mahomes dominated, and Calvin Ridley did pretty well, although was a little tougher sledding in the number one position. Other than that, the rest of his team was just eh, not great, including Johnny Smith. So, uh, oh, sorry, the Buccaneers' defense did do well. In fact, being his second highest scoring player, a defense. Pathetic. So Axel uh, is now one and two, a huge loser after coming out the gates talking some smack. And Drew finally got on pace. The question is, can Russell Wilson and Nick Chubb uh, make up for all the lost uh, points on his team with some of the weaker players? I guess we'll wait and see. Next up, we had Popeye Sailorman versus Finkel is Einhorn between Dan and Mike. Uh, Finkel is Einhorn. Dan came out with the win, 100.8 to 89.2. Uh, Lamar Jackson was mundane, which is carrying into my call that he is going to be a middle to low-end QB2 this year. He's uh, right on pace for that, like, high mid-range right now. Uh, Gardner Minshew was a big disappointment, though, up against that Miami defense, who seems to actually be better. Uh, pretty much this entire game, other than Allen Robinson and Tyler Boyd and the Browns' defense, between these two guys was... Oh, and Devin Singletary minus Zach Moss. has just been disappointment. It was one of the more depressing games of the week to watch. Uh, David Montgomery sucks, Joe Mixon sucks, Melvin Gordon sucks. Todd Gurley's doing just fine, but honestly, like, they're capping his upside. Uh, Mike Evans did great, considering he only had two yards receiving, somehow getting two touchdowns on two catches for a stat line of 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Uh, this has kind of gone to my argument where I think the touchdown should be lowered one to two points. I think they're a little too overweighted compared to yardage. Or even just raise yardage points up just slightly. Um, maybe like point eight or point, I don't know, something weird. Point eight, point five per ten yards extra. Um, anyways... It's just one of those things. Uh, Hawkinson disappointed me. I was a little upset about that. He's my number one pick for tight end this year, so that's not going great. 
Uh, Dobbins, I mean, you can't really expect much. He was a future pick for this team, nothing else. And then uh, DJ Moore continues to suck with uh, Teddy Bridgewater's. Uh, Mark Andrews is sucking with uh, Lamar Jackson not being that good a quarterback. I told you guys the efficiency would end. So with that, uh, Mike remains winless at 0-3, and Dan moves to 1-2, finally getting a W on the season. Next up, we have Team Chris 1914 versus SC Honkers with a score of 120.72 to 115.7. Brian Tacks his second win of the season, also offering Chris his first loss. Uh, this was mostly based on, I want to say, three players on his team. Yep, three players on his team. Dalvin Cook obviously did awesome. Uh, Keenan Allen continues to do Austin, awesome with Justin Herbert. But the big news is Drew Brees just killed it for this game. Now, that being said, we don't know if he'll continue that, but he outscored Kyler Murray, which was huge. Uh, on the other side... Zeke had an okay game. Godwin had an okay game. But the problem is Godwin's hurt again. Diggs had his worst game of the season. Uh, the big one was the return of Kelly Galladay did well, but it just wasn't enough for Chris. Uh, so it looks like he's lost Godwin maybe for a couple of weeks now. So getting Galladay is going to help a bit. Uh, on the other side, I mean, I guess he can only hope that Sammy Watkins continues to produce well. And same with Daryl Henderson who sat on the bench could have made the real difference instead of flexing that second tight end. That starting running back would have given Chris the win. Uh, say la vie, though. It only happens that way. My favorite one of the week, though, is on the bench. Brian had Michael Gallup. Now, this is a 22.8 uh, stat line, and although I don't think this is as crazy as the Caleb or Cedric Wilson, whatever his name is, uh, stat line where that guy also scored like 25 points, I don't think he's going to be... Uh, fool's gold as much. I think that this is going to trick him into thinking he can play Michael Gallup some weeks and he's going to be disappointed for the most part. So enjoy the win for now, Brian. I'm sure there's not going to be more to come in the future. Next up, we had Team Brian Brodsky versus Los Poyos Hermanos, my man Gil, getting destroyed again in the heart, in the heart, man. Uh, looked like he was going to pull it out, and then just at the end, it, it just went against him. So, uh, battle of the quarterbacks. J Josh Allen continues to be the second-best quarterback in the league. Uh, just killing it, man. 39.24 versus Dak Prescott's 33.48. Both big games. Uh, some decent games out of the running backs. Uh Juju had a decent game, especially as Deontay Johnson. And then in the flex, James Conner versus Mike Davis. Everything else was kind of low scoring. So those uh, QB scores really actually bolstered them in the 100 range where they could have easily both been sub-100. Uh, the, big, the big one, though, was going into Monday night. Travis Kelsey versus uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And I think Brian had like a four-point lead going into it. Well, man, it looked like Kelsey was going to pull it out. They were in a good contested game towards the end, which favored more of Kelsey. I know it didn't seem that way early, but the thing is, Edwards Hilaire made all his points in the second half for the most part. So it was pretty impressive that he came back and pulled Brian the win, whereas I thought Kelsey was going to pull ahead uh, when I think Gil was only down one point. He might have even gotten ahead at one point. So uh, that's a rough go, Gil. Sorry, bud. 
Uh, he continues to have a bunch of injured guys with uh, Cohen now going out. Crowder, DJ Shark was out this week. I mean, Michael Thomas. This is easily a different game. And the question is going to be, Gil has uh, plenty of players. Oh, and Chris Carson, too. Man, he got hurt, too. Uh, he might not miss any time, but who knows. Uh, the rough go for, for Gil is he has the team to pull out wins later in the season, but the question is, is he going to be in too much of a hole with losses early on to even make the playoffs? So uh, we'll see if he turns it around. Congrats, Brian, holding on to that 3-0 win with a mediocre performance, I guess. Uh, congrats, I guess. Anyways, that brings us to the matchup of the week. And I know you guys are probably like, oh, you always say your matchup of the week. Well, I mean, clearly, this was the matchup of the week. Uh, condolences to Team Texas Bear Tyler as he posted the second highest score, 140.82, which was, if I'm not mistaken, oh, oh no, sorry, third highest score. There was Groovy Drew. My apologies, Drew. Uh, I didn't mean to disrespect you. Third highest score by a large amount, almost 20 points to the third, uh, the fourth place team. Uh, but it wasn't enough to get it done as I put up a massive day of 148.08 to his 140.82. Uh, starting off, he had the quarterback advantage with Aaron Rodgers, 30 points to 23 points. Kamara outscoring my two running backs combined with that 38.2 and that amazing run. But the, uh, the tail of the tape was the receivers for me. He did have a good game from, from uh, DK Metcalf and DeAndre Hopkins. But at the end of the day, that couldn't keep up with the combo Cooper Cup and Tyler Lockett. Uh, and then the big, big one was, of course... My, uh, actually, hell, that's funny. My second highest score of the week was uh, my Colts defense, who I drafted specifically for this early, uh, probably six-week run. So kudos to me on that move, and that just propelled me. Uh, some big disappointments for Tyler's team was Josh Jacobs, Adam Thielen, both having issue in their game. And then Josh Kelly finally uh, coming down to earth a little bit and taking a back seat to Austin Eckler. Uh, I think that had to do with the fumble was on his first carry maybe. And then uh, on my side, Jared Cook, that was a little disappointing, especially with the injury. And then Mike Williams, he's just been nothing but a disappointment. And I don't think it's going to get much better with Justin Herbert. So we might be pulling the shoot on that one. Uh, I think we need to, of course, recognize the greatness that I am being the highest scorer of the week, minus my two best players in Devontae Adams and Saquon Barkley. And, I mean, no one can outscore me still. And God help you all when I get Devontae Adams back. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, although I'm hurting, I thought the second strongest team going into the season is also hurting as uh, Brian's lost, uh, what, uh, Julio Jones for a couple of weeks, and then Darren Waller's gone back to earth. So I feel pretty good about my chances right now. Uh, I, I think most of you are playing for scraps at this point, but you know what? Scraps get you fed too. So that's right, bud. Hudson, where are you at? Come here.
So congrats to all the winners and suck it to all the losers. Now we're going to go to the ATL Dynasty uh, review week three review. So we're going to start off. Uh, this was an interesting one. There was a lot of decent performances from the uh, terrible teams or the lower end teams. Yeah, but you trying to get under the table? Okay. So we're going to start off uh, El Oso Fuego versus the Untouchables. Uh, this one was pretty lopsided. Uh, easily, Mr. Fuego won with a score of 129.24 to 96.74. Uh, that was pretty much accomplished with the James Robinson and Josh Allen tandem. Uh, with some decent contributions from Hunt and Boyd. Uh, other than that, it was pretty uneventful. Um, I guess the big news is, although I think most people would agree, and I still agree that the uh, the trade for Hooper was better on my end, at the very least for this season, Robinson is proving his... I mean, sorry, for uh, Hurst, Robinson is proving his worth, so... Uh, good on Mr. Texas Bear, Tyler, on the uh, the decision to go after him because he's actually helping him out. I don't know if that helps him because I think this is more of a should be more of a rebuild year for him, so that kind of hurts him a little bit. But uh, I do I do like I want to give a little credit because everyone was poo pooing on him hard about it. So uh, good job there. Uh, in a rough note for him. Mitch Trubisky got benched, and my boy Nick Foles came in and won the game, I believe. I believe, yeah, Atlanta sucks terribly, except for when they're playing Mitch Trubisky. Um, so that hurt, but luckily Axel's terrible fantasy management got him another starting quarterback anyways. So it's not the sky is falling right now for Team uh, El Oso Fuego. On the other side, Daniel Jones continues to disappoint without Saquon Barkley. Uh, Phillip Rivers continues to disappoint without a male arm and that wet noodle he calls for a throwing motion. Uh, Austin Eckler, that was a good... And Robert Woods both showing a little life this week. Other than that, man, it was just terrible, though. Chris Carson's hurt, potentially missing some weeks. Bad game. Thielen, bad game. Higby, bad game. Zach Passall... Bad game. John Brown, no game. Uh, the only way he could have put a little more formidable show is if he played guys like Sony Michelle, who hasn't done much, and uh, Dontrell Inman. So can't really expect anything there. The interesting one I want to go at is Andy Isabella did some stuff. So that was kind of a thing to look at. I didn't really expect much of him after getting Hopkins, but... Man, he, he seems to be somewhat involved, so maybe that just was the Christian Kirk injury allowing it to happen, but, I mean, he did a good job, so maybe he'll open up uh, some more playing time for himself. So congrats to El Oso Fuego going 2-4, and four, and the Untouchables dropping another two losses to 1-5. and five. Next up, oh, and then uh, the big one was, and I think it helps uh, Tyler's, draft prospects is that he barely got edged out of a Aniston point and I think it was uh, pretty close for a while and then Clay pulled it out at the end so uh, lucky you on that uh, next up we have team Chris 1914 versus 
team GA Dogs for Life. Now, this was a highly contested and interesting matchup. As we all know, Mike is tanking the crap out of this season. And he almost not only got a win, but he almost got an Aniston point, too. Barely getting beat by less than three points. It was quite impressive. Uh, but at the end of the day, Pat Mahomes dropped 40 points for Chris. And his aspirations of being the best at sucking continue. Yeah, bud. That's the garage. You can't go there. You dancing now? Okay, you dance. Sorry, my son is going nuts. Uh, so anyways, Drew Brees had a good game. We know that. Bridgewater sucks. Nick Mullins played all right. And uh, Pat Mahomes was awesome. Uh, as we talked about, Tariq Cohen's injured. Ronald Jones hurt. Uh, basically, it came down to the receivers. And the receivers went bananas. Uh, Kenny Galladay, 14.7, and Lazard, 23.4, versus a plethora of decent to good showings with uh, Will Fuller, Cooper Cup, uh, Mo Ali Cox on the tight end, and DK Metcalf all getting double digits. But at the end of the day, it was that almost 17 points that Chris got from Pat Mahomes' difference over Drew Brees that really sealed the deal. That and Teddy Bridgewater is awful. So that moves Chris to three and three, and uh, the Georgia Dogs for Life to 128.92. Uh, Chris also got the Aniston point, so that was a big win for him. Next up, we had my favorite matchup of the week entirely Team Axel Tricard versus Jones and Fort, some TDs, Mr. Greenwood. Now, if you remember earlier in the week, uh, the continued plethora of injuries that be just destroy my team. Uh, and Mr. Greenwood made the comment of me always finishing third or fourth in this league. Now, this has generally been my own doing with two ill-advised trades that at the time seemed all right, but... The way the future worked out, it was not great. Admittedly so, I got those wrong. But what I love to see is that Team Axel Tracrod, who can't get anything but the 101 and has just destroyed his team, then destroyed Mr. Greenwood's team. Uh, with a score of 136.78 to 113.74, Congratulations to Axel for the win. Hudson, you want to clap for that? Clap. <laughs> yeah. Good job. So, at the quarterback position, Ryan Tannehill, disappointed. Uh, I guess it's only good when he's throwing, like, under 30 passes because when he's throwing over 30, it's a bad day. Uh, Carson once had a decent game. But uh, it is rough sledding because he did lose Goddard, and they're just that offense is not working, man. Uh, although Derrick Henry gave some uh, real effort against a McKinnon Freeman combo, outscoring it, uh, that's pretty much where the positivity stopped because the loss of Godwin hurts him. Sorry about your injury, buddy. Uh, McLaren didn't do much, loss of Goddard hurts him. 
didn't do much. Aaron Jones had a mediocre game for him. And Jordan Reed hurt, also didn't do much, where he was facing down a 12-point game for Miller. Ayuk gave him 18.6. Juju got 14.3 with the addition of targets losing Deontay Johnson. I don't want to talk about that, but we're going to talk about it later. And then, of course, the Mirage game from Michael Gallup. An Axel team is so bad, he actually played Michael Gallup. So, congrats to Axel. Not only did he win, he got the Aniston point and moved to 2-4 and four while Mr. Greenwood is floating at 500 for dear life. Uh, we'll see how he turns out because, um, hopefully Adams comes back to help him out. Uh, he's got Ertz, so, I mean, he's going to be all right. He's got a little bit of depth, but man, it's a little, it was a little bit of a rough week for Johnson for some TDs. Uh, next up we had fantasy football team versus Zeke and destroy and holy Bowley. This looked like a big upset for, at least for me, because to me, Clay's got one of the three best teams in the league, uh, probably top two, uh, and I thought he was going to lose until that huge Tyler Lockett game, so congrats on owning Tyler Lockett. Whoever sold him, Tyler Lockett should feel awful about themselves. So, uh, even though he pulled out the win, it was not without its trials and tribulations. Matt Ryan only getting 11.42 points. Cam Newton only getting 11.18 points. So maybe we could stop hearing about how Cam Newton is the GOAT and everyone that passed on Cam Newton is so stupid. I think he's still a mediocre quarterback. And he's just not as healthy and strong and powerful of a runner as he used to be. Uh, basically, the only good play, because Lamar Jackson shit the bed, was Aaron Rodgers with 24.2. Uh, Nick Chubb continues to defy all odds, splitting work, yet getting massive games. I think he's the number, what, six quarterback in our league. After that bad week one, man, it's been 25 and 23 points. So, good on him. Uh, Zeke and Gurley had okay games. Mixon, of course, the disappointment. Uh, but the return of Allen Robinson and then Tyler Lockett was the big deal for him, putting up 22 and 32 points. And then, of course, on the other side, uh, OBJ, Kelsey, Robbie Anderson, and Fournette all sucked. On the Clay side, also, uh, Darren Waller and Montgomery sucked. So... Uh, congrats. Clay ended up getting the Aniston point two, uh, barely edging out Tyler by 1.16 points for that extra point. So he moved to five and one. And, uh, Zeke and What's up, bud? Hold up, guys. All right, I'm almost convinced my kid's going to be an actor. Huh, bud? And uh, where was I? And then Dan dropped to 500 points at 3-3. Three and three. And then the, of course, matchup of the week was me uh, going in undefeated versus uh, look what you made me draft, Mr. Schultz, also going in undefeated. Uh, it was the big heavyweight bout, and it did not disappoint as we were the top two scoring teams, like you would expect. 
Now, as the, I'm gonna go through the matchup and then the big twist ending. So, Russell Wilson continues to be super awesome. Uh, Jared Goff had a really surprising game against Buffalo with that 27 points. That was unexpected. Um, basically, Big, Big Ben was mediocre and Dak Prescott threw up 27.48. So, it was a good uh, battle between quarterbacks. At the running back position, we both had a slightly disappointing game from Jay Gibbs and Taylor, while Cook and Connor went toe-to-toe, beating each other senseless. Devontae Parker, I had to play him early because the questionable tags on a lot of my players, and he disappointed under 10 points. Hopkins was the only real strong play at 18.7. Ridley did good, but a little less than people expected as the feature role, which I kind of called, although he did outproduce what I thought he would uh, on a couple just big catches. So that was a 14.2 point. Uh, Both our tight ends disappointed. Hurst and Andrews. Um, Evans did all right. Cooper did all right. Lamb did all right. The big one for me was Alvin Kamara putting up that huge 38.2 game. So glad I purchased that guy. Now the big one was, and the deciding factor was the Deontay Johnson injury. This guy's been averaging double-digit points every game. Or every game. Sorry, clicked on the wrong guy. Where are you going, bud? You're squirming around. Uh, sorry, not every game. Double-digit targets every game. So he was highly uh, likely to do very well against... What? You want your baba? Okay, so he was highly likely to do well against Houston. And then, of course, he got injured. Now, the uh, opening song was one, I had no idea what it was, but called Wrong Move. Now, that was a preview to this matchup. Before the game, I had my lineup change, and I did not hit the save button. I had an inkling I really wanted to play Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and I couldn't sit Amari Cooper, so having already played uh, Devontae Parker... My options were lose Jacobs or lose um, Deontay Johnson, and I just I couldn't give up Jacobs' upside, so I was going to play Clyde Edwards-Hilaire instead of Deontay Johnson, and I did not hit save, and I regret that because had I done that move before any stack corrections, yes, you're banging those sticks, bud. Uh, I would have won 160.56 to 160.54, a difference of 0.02 points. Now, I deserved the loss. I made the poor decision, and uh, my opponent set a great lineup and had a good performance. But I am so upset we did not have the closest ever finish in this league whether it was me or him even if I lost by 0.2 points I would have felt a lot better and not trusting my instincts and just sticking with what I had set I'm a little disappointed myself but I can't be too upset I still as the number two scoring team pulled in my Aniston point and remain at five and one uh, in second place because I'm outscoring uh, Mr. Jones and behind our only undefeated team now, look what you made me draft. So congrats to Mr. Schultz on the win. That was a knockout performance, and I wouldn't expect anything different from the two best teams in the league.
Uh, so that leaves us going into week four. We're going to have hopefully a real good uh, slate of games. So far, everything looks pretty lopsided per the projections on Sleeper, but people haven't adjusted their lineups yet. And hopefully we get that done. And although it's a little rough because we're closing on selling the house today, I'll try to get a preview done. If not, I'll just put some message out with all my picks and stuff and mock someone else. Uh, and then what I'm really looking forward to, of course, is be slapping Mr. Greenwood myself in a just double humiliate two-week humiliation. So that'll be real tasty a treat. Anyways, uh, I've got to give my son his bottle now because he's getting upset. And it's almost heated up. So thanks for stopping by. And as always, Goonies never say die. Folks. <laughs>